Welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Hello and welcome to Food Bites <laughs> with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier, the podcast. It's freezing, Kevin. And you know you've what? Been a, cro- you've been sick oh, as a yeah. chook. You've been you've been really <laughs> or a dog even. Well, you howling have. like a howling like a dog. And look, in this kind of weather, when you have these ailments, Kevin, it's nice to put a nice warm beanie on your head. Yes, it is. And that uh, is a lovely, lovely introduction to our guest this week, who is just one of the nicest people you'll meet from one of the nicest families oh, you'd ever want to be involved and with. And famous footballing family. Yep. Her name is Beck Danaher, our guest this week on the podcast. And her dad, familiar to everyone, Neil Danaher. Yep. AFL great, uh, who who has been battling for uh, over a decade now yep. the effects of motor neurone disease. You're going to learn uh, about that and about, uh, well, how it happened to, to Neil and, uh, and uh, how the family reacted to it, how Neil reacted to it. Beck's going to talk about all that. But, of course, the thing that we all know now mm. as much as anything is the big freeze, which happens oh. on the, as it is now called, the, the King's, King's birthday, birthday weekend. It's, uh, it's coming up in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, and uh, the people go down the slide, the celebrities yes. go down the slide, Lots of money is raised. Well, Neil takes great delight in pushing them down the slide yes, into the uh, the icy does. wilderness below. <laughs> yes, he does, uh, as he did in his uh, in his playing days uh, yeah. through uh, through his footy days and his coaching days. And we should say, if you want to uh, join the MND Army and uh, and fight for oh, search and, and money, look, pop down to Coles, Coles Express, your local Bunnings, yep. or just go to uh, uh, fightmnd.org.au. Buy yourself a beanie or just contribute whatever the way you can. The best 25 bucks you will spend. It is a terrific beanie. I've got uh, beanie number nine. Just about got a set, I reckon. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're fantastic oh, looking good. beanies. And now we're doing the top to toe thing. There's a lovely uh, pair of socks you can get as well as a scarf. Ooh, yeah. okay. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but let's have a listen to the lady who uh, is is very much uh, the uh, the voice of the uh, the big freeze and the voice of the Fight MND campaign. It is Beck Danaher. You're listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patrick. And Kevin Hillier. Welcome to Food Bites, Beck. I know it's a busy time for you, but do you spend much time in the kitchen yourself? I am a chef in our household, so I absolutely love cooking. For me, it's a, an opportunity to just switch off a little bit um, and yes, put my vitamin D hat off and put my chef hat on. <laughs> so it's a bit of a, a, a time to relax, a bit of therapy perhaps. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Wouldn't, that be a chef, wouldn't that be a chef beanie? <laughs> oh, always, of course. Sorry, yes, yes, yes. You're quite right. <laughs> Maybe we need to invent one of those. So, what uh, what kind of things, Beck? What would be your uh, signature dish if you had to throw something together? Oh, that's a really good question. I love Thai food. I love Italian food. I love cooking and experimenting quite a bit in the kitchen. Um, I think Italian at the moment. I, I'm a what do I? I'm about seven months pregnant, so my baby, I keep saying, loves loves pasta at the moment. So a prawn pasta goes far um, in our household. Something nice and quick and easy to to pull together. So I think that's probably a beautiful prawn and chili and garlic and all those beautiful smells coming into the kitchen come come across quite a lot. Do you have any particular cravings? Uh, you know, <laughs> um, baby loves sweet food. For sure. So chocolate. I've got to be honest. I'm usually a savoury person, but at the moment, that's uh, that's not quite the case. Oh wow! <laughs> so the baby loves sweet food. So what what kind of stuff are we talking about, Beck? Oh, it's, it's hard to just finish off a meal without having something something a little bit of a chocolate or 
a little sweet treat. It does vary a lot, so I don't really don't have anything that comes quite to mind. I haven't had those those big cravings that everyone talks about, so I feel like I'm missing out on having a, a really unusual craving. Um, <laughs> Careful what you I, wish for, Beck, because the, I know. the woman doing this podcast used to sit in the uh, car park of Safeway yeah. uh, during the pregnancy of, uh, of our son, uh, eating oranges, oranges. like uh, some sort of uh, animal out of a prehistoric um, I dinosaur movie. couldn't get enough movie. oranges. I couldn't wait till I got home, Beck. I had to um, eat them in the, uh, the car like... Like a, a cave woman, I was uh, I was quite revolting. <laughs> oh, but what a good craving to have! It's much better than chocolate and everything else. I feel like so good on you. <laughs> hey, Beck, what was on the table uh, as a as a kid when you were growing up? Was it a meat and three veg house? Oh uh, no, my mum, I, I call her Jenny. She um, loves to cook lots of different things, and um, she's actually uh, done a, a recipe um, with coals and the pork farmers at the moment with uh, pork sliders so she's always been quite creative in the kitchen um dishing out lots of different things so it was quite different whenever we dad grew up on the farm so when we go to the farm it's very much that um, meat and fruit veg um whereas growing up Danny used to love uh trying lots of different things so I do miss her cooking she's a superstar but I, I really enjoy doing it now myself yeah, the Danaher brothers sound like you just think that they would be a, a meat and three oh, yeah. veg uh, type of unit. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The uh, Ungary lamb goes well. I, I'm sure I've got my grandma Edna will be giving me a buzz if I don't talk about Ungary lamb. <laughs> hey, pre pregnancy, were you a coffee drinker or a tea drinker? Definitely coffee. Definitely mm. coffee. The um, tea, herbal tea is. Having a late charge with a little bub, but um, coffee just keeps me going. I've been a rower. I've been a, I did a lot of sport. They got me up nice and early, so they got me through the day. Hey, Beck, we're talking to you on a uh, typically freezing uh, Melbourne day, which is probably very fitting because, as you mentioned yourself, it's a good day to uh, to pop on a, uh, a beanie. When we're not long away from uh, from Big Freeze uh, Nine now. This is you must be fairly used to to the preparations now, but how's uh, how's the build up been going? Oh, it's been amazing. Um, we get so excited this time of year. As soon as it starts being cold, um, we, we get excited <laughs> and fight MND. It means that it's beanie weather, so we love seeing the big freeze beanies out in the wild um, over the next coming weeks. And as we head towards June twelfth, um, just going to be a sellout crowd at the MCG between Melbourne and Collingwood. Hopefully we can see a sea of blue beanies um, at the gate. Um, and it, for a humble beanie, it, it means a lot to us. It's making such an impact in uh, working towards finding treatments and a cure for MND. So for something that is a, a woolen cap that you put on, it, it, it means a lot more than that, um, especially the people out there fighting against MND. Hey, but give us a little bit of the history. For the people that don't know, this, this started, what, 10 years ago when your dad was diagnosed? Yeah, it did. Um, so Dad was diagnosed with MND back in 2013, and I had no idea what MND meant. I knew it stood for motor neuron disease. I knew Stephen Hawking had it, but that was the extent of the my knowledge of what this disease was. And it actually took a trip to the computer and, and googled it um, to read stats like um, those that are diagnosed have an average life expectancy of 27 months. Um, that it would essentially paralyze the body while the mind stayed sharp. Um, there was no treatment. There was no cure. It was a really challenging uh, a time for us as a family. Um, but where we've come in the last 10 years 
has just been unbelievable and it's through the generosity of the Australian community who buy a beanie, who donate, who fundraise and who volunteer, each big freeze. And we've been able to invest nearly $70 million into medical research to find those answers and we couldn't do it without everyone's ongoing support. It's incredible. I look. I imagine for your dad and, and for yourself. You said you know you jumped onto Google to to check out what it means and and what the symptoms are and what the the prognosis is. That's that's got a would have been a very confronting time for everybody. It really was. Um, it took me a little while to get the guts up to do it. Um, and I was by myself and, and reading it. It was just a moment that I'll never forget. It really stopped me in the track. And. Um, it was very challenging for the family. We were wrapping our heads around it. Uh, but what Fight MD has allowed us to do is to fight back in our own way and see the amount of support that we we are getting, but also everyone out there who's fighting the base is receiving from the community. The Australian, Australian community is unbelievable. You tell them about an underdog and they will ask you how can they help. And they've just led this army of support which has changed the momentum of m and research and we are just incredibly grateful for everyone that turns up each and every year to help help continue in this fight. Your dad's resilience is uh, is unbelievable. Has that surprised even you? Oh, I think so. Uh, absolutely. Um, Dad was handed down a terminal illness prognosis, a diagnosis, I should say, and he's somehow, um, you know, he tells us about how no matter the adversity face, there's opportunity. You just have to find it. Um, and what a, an amazing viewpoint to have uh, when you're given such grim news. And for us as a family to have him take on that mindset has really enabled us as a family to rally together and to fight back. Um, he definitely could have taken it in, in a different way or, um, you know, he would absolutely have all right to just pick up the bucket list and, and go enjoy the time that had remaining, but he didn't find he got a sense of purpose in doing so, and so he's really dedicated that he, the time that he has to this fight and, and to bringing it out into the spotlight and making sure that we can be in a position in the future where people don't need to sit next to their doctors and being told that there's nothing that you can do. Um, so to me, what what a hero is that? Yeah. It's amazing. And to have come up with the idea for people to go, for celebs to go down a slide, uh, that, that's sort of the dark side of his humour, isn't it? Because that must take, take great delight in pushing them down that slide every year. Watch, watch with glee the grin that comes on his face when he pushes, you know, a Tim Watson or whoever down the slide. You can just see that evil little grin he's got. It is, isn't it? Well, people say it's a cheeky grin, but I agree with you. It's an evil little grin. It gives him an extra little sharp. And it's a day that he looks forward to each and every year. So it was really brought upon, um, you guys might remember the Ice Ice Bucket Challenge back in the day that went absolutely viral and we decided that we wanted to make it bigger and better. And how can we do that? Let's put a pool in the middle of the MCG and and get some uh, celebrities or well-known Australians to go down. And we've had such incredible people join us on the slide. To have Ash Barty last year, you know, Hamish Blake, Leighton Hewitt, Annemies, the list goes on and, and these people that are putting their hands up to be a part of it, it it's really humbling for our family to have them involved. 
I reckon, Beck, you're probably told or reminded on a daily basis from people just saying how wonderful your dad is. I, I, I feel as though, even though we've never met Neil, I feel to an extent that we all feel that, that we, we a part of us knows him too and, and he is such a familiar presence to us. Which is different from when he was uh, coaching Melbourne, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't think he had that outpouring of love. It depended on what the outcome of of the game was and who you were barracking for. So this is a a different lens for us. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, no, he he truly is an inspiration, um, what he's taken on and how he's gone about about it over the years uh, it, it to me uh, I, if I was in my, if I had the same diagnosis I don't think I would have had that depth of character to do what he's doing so um, it's mean he's a hero to so many Australians out there that's absolutely 100% true. Now, you mentioned that you've uh, you developed a bit of a sweet tooth. Oh, um, okay. uh, uh, well, the baby's developed a sweet tooth, not you. Yes, the baby, not me. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> uh, so uh, is, is that, um, does that manifest itself in, you know, a, a bake, baking anything or coming up with any oh. kind of dessert type thing uh, in your experiences in the kitchen, Beck? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I would rate myself as a quite a good baker. Oh. I'll be honest. Yeah, I don't mind my I don't mind my efforts in the kitchen, especially when you get to enjoy the outcomes of the um, the toil in the kitchen. Um, I love a I do love a good cheesecake. I reckon that always goes down such a treat. And um, I, I do have a a favourite of a chocolate banana bread that does oh. doesn't last long in our house. So. Always trying different things. I know my brother loves my caramel slice. Oh, there's, there's a bit. But, uh, yeah, experimenting in the kitchen and then definitely, most importantly, enjoying enjoying that at the end of the day is um, something that I love to do. How did you go uh, during um, lockdown, Beck? Because I, I know a lot of people became inspired. People who didn't normally spend much time in the kitchen uh, found themselves uh, baking up a treat. Uh, how, how did you cope and, and go during lockdown? <laughs> Well, I, I loved um, baking, so I found it a bit frustrating when I couldn't get my um, bits and my ingredients because every <laughs> all of a sudden everyone was a baker. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it did give us a bit more opportunity, a bit more time to to play around different things. We got a beautiful apple tree in the backyard, so there was plenty of apple pies being made for different people down the street because we couldn't go too far and we couldn't eat too many. So That's um, such yeah, a good really... point, though, because you go to the supermarket <laughs> and the people among us who love baking would want to go just, you know, get a packet of self-raising flour. There was absolutely nothing on the shelves. I know, I know, which is a different position to be in. Um, I don't cook too much bread, so I did notice that all of, that, all of the uh, bread baking bits and pieces were never available, but... Uh, that, that was a, a little bit challenging, but out of all the things that can go wrong during COVID, I think not being able to get flour wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> hey, Beck, if you were to host a dinner party and you could invite anybody, we're talking about anyone dead or alive, you could have a, you know, a handful of people, who would be on your list? Mm-hmm. This is such a good question and, and I've been thinking thinking about it. It's, it. I reckon it's quite a common around the, the dinner table, a dinner party conversation to have. Um, who would I invite? I'd, I'd love to have someone like a Susan Alberti. I think she's such a trailblazer. Um, and to hear her stories of like how she sort of pioneered things, she's been such an integral person to get ASLW up, up and running. Um, she would have some ripping stories. 
Um, and then I reckon a, a Ricky Gervais wouldn't be someone you would uh, say no to. <laughs> no. He'd bring plenty of entertainment. I, I don't mind having quite different people sitting around the table. Um, yeah. I, I love um, I love in excess. So Michael Hutchins, I would I'd love to have him have him join us as well. Maybe do some serenading <laughs> as well. Maybe he could do something with Johnny Cash. Oh. Oh. And the list could go on and on. There's Johnny a lot of Cash people. and Michael wow. Hutchins. My <laughs> God. And Ricky Gervais. <laughs> uh, totally random. Totally random. Uh, there's heaps of sporting people I would love to have conversations with. Um, that I, I, I reckon a good dinner table is people that have stories to tell. Um, oh, Bruce McAvaney would be amazing too. He's a, a someone that's witnessed so many incredible moments in, in history. So. Oh, I could keep going on and on, but I, I won't. I won't. That's a fabulous. That's a heck of a get together. That's a fabulous together. list. I like that. I'd like I to want, be a fly on the wall. I'd like to be at that party. No problems. <laughs> hey, Beck, how is your dad going? We we should ask. He's going okay. He's going okay. M and D is such a beast of a disease. As I said, it it takes and takes and takes from people. Um, so he's no longer able to talk anymore, um, which is. They're very challenging for us as a family um, not to be able to sit down next to your dad and, and have a yarn um, and it's taken away a lot of his um, mobility but he was diagnosed with M&D 10 years ago and told that he likely would only have 27 months and for you know every meal there's thousands of people that don't get to see the other side of that number so he having him here is, is such a blessing we're so grateful for every moment He's been able to meet my um, little daughter, and he's going to be meeting my new one shortly. So, how good a how good is it to be sitting here ten years on and having those moments together? So we yeah we take every every day as a, a beautiful win. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely good on you. Hey, uh, just to finish up, Beck, we usually ask our uh, guests if they have a kitchen tip or a cooking tip that oh, they yeah. might share. <laughs> Oh, oh goodness! I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm that that good of a chef. I've just got a whole new set of pans. So getting good equipment is integral to just having a sane kitchen. And and who doesn't matter about the mess? I know my mum would say otherwise, but use everything and just enjoy the whole experience. <laughs> That's perfect. Beautiful. It is uh, Big Freeze number nine. It's the first one on a King's birthday weekend. Mm. Uh, so we we all look forward to it and uh, buy your beanies. Make sure that you support uh, Fight MND. And, uh, Beck, uh, keep up the great work and thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And to all your listeners, make sure you head out to Coles, Coles Express, Bunnings or fightmnd.org.au. To get involved with the big freeze, we, we need everyone to be a part of the army and uh, without them, we won't find a cure. So thank you so much. You're listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. All right, if you want to look as stylish as I do in my uh, big freeze nine beanie, <laughs> you just need to go to Coles, Bunnings, Coles Express or fightmnd.org.au. You do look so handsome, Kevin, it must be said. Well, they make anyone look good because, see, you, there's actually a little thing. If you get a big enough one, you can just pull it down over your face and off you go. <laughs> and they fit even great big, huge, enormous heads like mine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, one size does fit all. Thanks, Beck. It was lovely also oh, to yeah. just get a slice of Beck's life, eh? expecting yeah, and, a, a barb and yeah. <laughs> her 
cooking exploits. <laughs> and uh, and I'm sure, uh, you know, Neil, just that, that grandchild mm. uh, will be just such a blessed event for him. So Absolutely. Uh, that's terrific. So make sure you, you get a beanie and support the cause. And the sliders, of course, will be going down on the King's Birthday weekend, mm. as Beck said, and they'll be announced in the next uh, few days as to who's doing it. Now, Kevin, stodgy, mm. sticky, sweet, sugary. I'm all of those. <laughs> <laughs> I would say winter food. We're not quite into winter yet. Well, we close, we are just about. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yeah, we are, officially. Uh, so, rice pudding, wow. Yeah, not for me. Yeah, a bit not, old style, isn't I'm it? Not a, I'm not a rice person anyway, but rice pudding just has mm. never done it for me. Or if it does, one mouthful and that's all I need. Yep. Let's but, see what well, people, people think or have memories well, of this. The heavy hitters are out, let me tell you. Well, let's start with the great Murph Hughes, who I think ended I've last week's a, last I've week's. Got a, I've got a feeling that Mervyn might be into this. <laughs> he says, yeah, baby. Austin Powers there, bring me some of this. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly how Merv would say it too, just quietly. Peter Hitchener says, yay. Jim Wilson in caps, no. Sue says, yum. Uh, Alan says that's a nay for him. Therese says, yay. <laughs> on two. Yay. Mine's about that one. Yay. Stephen says, yes. Old Croaky says, yes, but only homemade, not the commercial variety. Wurzel Cummidge says, yay. <laughs> uh, Steve says, yummy. Cherry Ripe, it's a yay for them. Jane Holmes uh, from the radio says, oh, yay, ultimate comfort food. Uh, Larry says, rice pudding, nay for him. Dr. Adele says, nay. Nay from Andrew. Uh, Kerry says, yes. Dan, a strong, a strong no. Chris says, uh, ground rice custard, then yay. So you grind the rice. Yeah, okay. So yay for Terry. Artie says, as a kid, I was forced to have it, remembering that in the UK in the early 60s was austerity. Oh. But that said, I love it with a bit of flavouring. Vanilla, maybe. Oh, nutmeg. Okay. Councillor Mia Shaw says that's a yay for her. Sylvana says a yes from me. Bart all day, every day. Kerry says yum. Rebecca says, oh, yes, I make it here, which is Thailand, with a sticky rice and coconut milk, and that is heavenly. It's almost, it's almost, you almost get me with that one. Amanda uh, says yummy. Uh, Karen, yes, please, for Glenn her. Glenn says that's a yay for me. Pato, got to learn how to make it, oh. though. I think it's fairly simple. Yeah, we thought so. Lydia says yay. Uh, Davin says a very quiet yay. Well, <laughs> not bad, but not my favourite. Fair enough. Sue Hosking, it's a nay for her. Marilyn says no, no, no. Is that clear, Kevin? Mm, no. Okay, Muriel. You're Muriel. terrible, Muriel. You are. Muriel <laughs> says it's a yay and a big love heart for her. Guess which house had uh, the... Uh, yeah, we did. Muriel's wedding. <laughs> during the week. Uh, Susan says yes, please. Good movie to watch when you're feeling a bit poorly. Tim Mitchell says yay. Stasha says yes, my mum's is... Big smiley face. Yes. Caroline says, oh, horror story of my childhood. What nightmares are made of? Oh, wow. That is a seriously gross no from Caroline. Imagine if it's bad. It's really uh, bad. Rachel says nay. Annie, oh, yes, please. Nature of Mercy off the Twitter says yes, a thousand times yes. Oh. Uh, not quite a thousand no. times uh, in, in favour of uh, the, uh, the rice pudding, but the no vote – 12% and the yes vote, 88%. That's resounding, That's Kevin. That's pretty big. That's yes, pretty big. I wouldn't have thought it would be uh, that big a win. There you for go. The so get your pudding. rice pudding, get your uh, big freeze beanie, and off you go because that is the end of this show. <laughs> Hope you've enjoyed it. Oh, Kevin, thanks for putting up with me in my current state. Coles, Coles Express, Bunnings, and uh, fightmnd.org.au. 
grab your beanie uh, and enjoy. Uh, Be and, part of the MND yeah, army. A- absolutely. It's, it's get on top of the beast. Uh, thank you very much no. for, for soldiering on as you have done and, and got through this edition of the podcast. Hopefully you'll be feeling better. And hopefully if you've got a sniffler or whatever, stay at home, rest up. Go and have a flu shot. Don't be a martyr and get a flu shot. Don't yeah. be a martyr. Don't be a hero. Can I don't t- rock up to work if you're sick. Can I say, in terms of being a martyr, my shoulder's really sore from that flu shot. Really? You big baby. Thanks for listening to Food Bites. Check out our Facebook page for recipes, tips and all the latest news. That's Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier.